a proud member of the Earglue Media family of podcasts. You're listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Our two-step program of Sack Up and Get Good can help even the worst gamers just be bad. Crowley reviews the latest titles, news, and issues. Here he is, your host, Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, scrubs. Yes, welcome to episode 66 of Bad Gamers Anonymous. We could probably call this episode 66 and a half, but we won't. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week, like a ton of stuff to talk about. But before we talk about any of it, joining me this week, as he is now under obligation to do every week, it's Joe. Joe, welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Thanks for having me, I think. You're not excited to be here? Like, you applied for the position. Yeah, but I didn't realize that meant I was going to spend quite so much time with you. Who did you think you were going to be spending the time with, just out of curiosity? I thought it would be like, uh, you know, mostly on my own an hour a week with you, but there's a lot of time not recording spent talking to you. Right? Well, welcome to hell. That's what I deserve. It it kind of is. I didn't know whether to congratulate you or apologize. Apparently, I should have apologized. I think a little of, of both. Yeah, probably a little of both. Regardless, welcome Bad Gamer Joe. Yes, that is your new tag, Bad Gamer Joe. It is Joe. an honor and a privilege. <laughs> it is neither of those things, but I do appreciate you stroking my ego, big boy. Uh, we've got uh, a, a lot of stuff to get to, but before we do, a special shout out to our brother in podcasting, Mike Rondo. He launched this week his new podcast project called The Manny Faces of Masters of the Universe. This is a seven-year pe- project of his, a dream that he had in the back of his mind, an itch that he finally had to scratch. This new podcast, uh, you can find it over at EarGlueMedia.com. You can find it on all your favorite podcatchers. Congratulations to our Lord Emperor and CEO of EarGlue Media, Mike Rondo. Joe, would you like to send your congratulations to him? Yeah, I mean, he's been really excited about this coming up for a while. And now that it's out, he's like a, a little kid. It's fantastic. Right? It's awesome. He is. He's excited once again to be podcasting. While you're over there at EarGlueMedia.com, be sure to check out all the other great, fantastic podcasts like the Cantina Cast, like The Basement, and now like the many faces of Masters of the Universe. There will be more coming in the next year. Please look forward to it. At least that's what Yoshi P likes to say. Getting to be quite a catalog going over there. Right? It's uh, it's exciting really to be a part out. of it. Right? It's yeah, very I'm, exciting uh, to be a part of it. Yeah, man. It's, it's like early Christmas around here. It's got the excitement going. It's Christmas every day. I don't. That's, that's I don't like it. I don't like Christmas. It's I know you nicer. don't. I don't. It's just really nice over there. Have you finished your Christmas shopping? Just out of curiosity, Joe Crowley. I haven't started. Perfect. Today is December eighteenth. This is episode sixty-six, entitled "The Captain and the Crowleys," uh, which is the next big announcement that we've got. Is on December thirtieth. We will have a live show. On Discord, we will upload this show like we always do, but we are going to have the end of the year, the video game awards as told by Bad Gamers Anonymous, and they shall be called the Crowleys. 
All it's, of you need to come listen and stroke my ego because this is also my birthday. Nobody cares about your birthday. It's the Crowleys. It is the black tie event. It can be both. It can it be both. No, it can't be it is, both. It is both. It is my birthday and the Crowleys. And for my birthday, you got me the Crowleys. I is got to pick all the is? categories all by myself, and I get to pick all the awards. Who, all by, who's, no. who said that? Who said that this you, could happen? Where's the producer? Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah, that's you, right? Yeah. Isn't, yeah that, that's yeah. not going to be a thing. I think that's, you made a mistake. I Absolutely. I think I've made several mistakes. Absolutely. Uh, so look forward to that. You can join us live in Discord by once again going to eargloomedia.com, clicking that Discord button up at the top while you're listening to the many faces of Masters of the Universe. And you too can join in the discussion on Discord. There's a lot of stuff going on. Each show has its own Discord and lots of things. Like there's a serial channel that's apparently just lit all the time. I don't even understand. All of the time. I cannot believe how much talk there is to have about serial and how much arguing there is to have about serial. Uh, let's just all be honest here. Captain Crunch. It's because there's so many the garbage cereal. people like you who like Captain Crunch. That's, That's what's going on That's not even a thing. That's not even a thing. It's you garbage fruity people, pebble garbage. loving it's trash like person. Eating, it's like eating sugary glass, as our friend said. <laughs> oh, the 30th is going to be such a fantastic day. Join us on Discord. Can't we'll have wait. another announcement there uh, on, the, on the Crowleys. In not just giving out awards, but another huge announcement for Bad Gamers Anonymous. So please, as Yoshi P says, look forward to it. Uh, let's just, we'll, we'll, we're going to have a new segment this week. It's going to be called uh, The Captain's Quarters. It's from our friend Captain Nil Skill. He's been on the show before. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see the segment that he's brought to us this week. It might be a little bit longer than what uh, the upcoming segments uh, might be, but he had a lot to say about some of the things that I talked about. So we'll get to that a little, a little bit later. Please look forward to that as well. There's a lot of looking forward in this episode. So let's look at the news, shall we? Let's do it. Are you sure you want to? Not really. I'm looking at this list of news, and it starts off with a real banger. It really does. The Fresh Prince star Alfonso Ribeiro is suing Fortnite and 2K over the use of a dance popularized by his character Carlton on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, a sitcom that hasn't been on in nigh 20 years. It's really the only thing he has going for him, though. I mean, he's got nothing but that dance. Wasn't Every he time on you see Dancing that dance, with the Stars? I don't know. I don't watch that trash. I don't watch it either. I was just—I thought maybe you did. You seem like that kind of guy, Joe. I don't watch TV, man. I don't even have TV. I thought I you watch watched Net- TV and did curls. Just do Netflix. Netflix ne- and chill, bro. I don't know what that means. I'm old. <laughs> so does he have a leg to stand on here or a dance floor to dance on um no maybe a little bit but not really <laughs> okay yeah I, this is a little weird is it just like you said he's not really known for anything so is he just trying to glob on to get 15 minutes of his fame back is that what he's doing I mean, the dance is definitely something that people think of him as soon as they see. When you see it, you think Carlton. That happens. But um, I, I don't think he's got any like real legitimate claim to it. That's kind of a hard call to make. And I think he just wants money. Well, that latter part might be the case because TMZ, the bastion of journalistic integrity for Hollywood, nonetheless, 
uh, has dug up some old footage of one Alfonso Ribeiro. If I could trill my R's, I would, and it would sound a lot sexier, but I can't because, you know, I'm from the Midwest. Uh, they uh, They found some footage of him saying that he, in fact, stole the Carlton dance. (laughs) <laughs> and it's not something of his own creation. Uh, apparently, he said that he is ripping off Courtney Cox from the uh, from some Bruce Springsteen video. I didn't even know yeah, Courtney well, Cox was in a Bruce Springsteen video. Yeah, she w- that's like where she got her first like big view, uh, appearance was in the Dancing in the Dark video. It's like kind of how it started for her. But, Dancing um, in the Dark. Bruce Springsteen. You know what? I'm guessing Albert loves him. I I bet he does. I I couldn't care less about Bruce Springsteen. I don't, I don't know who he's the boss of, but it's not me. <laughs> yeah, I I this is weird because he's in this video. He's he's seen. I mean, he's videoed saying, "Hey, I stole this dance because in the script for the Fresh Prince uh, of Bel Air, he, he was just told to dance, and they didn't give him any direction or anything." So he stole this dance from Courtney Cox, and he stole the dance from from uh, Eddie Murphy, the white man dance. And he said, I was going to be a black man doing the white man dance. Yeah, I mean, he said stole, but he he does also acknowledge, and it is true, he kind of took a little bit of each and mashed them together. So it's not quite like he just copied it. Yeah, no, to uh, be fair, he does say, you know, I threw a little bit of my own flavor in there. So, so, I mean, there there is some originality to this. I don't think there's enough originality to this dance for him to get any money out of it, though. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a little weird that he's he's and doing like, this. His, does he even own the dance? If he was doing it for Fresh Prince, wouldn't like whatever production company probably have more rights to it than him? Wouldn't Will Smith at this point just own it? Yeah, probably. Well, I would guess he has more claim to it than... Carlton does. I don't want to say his name. I forgot what it was. Alfonso Ribeiro. He's Carlton you gotta, to me. Can you trill ours? Because I can't do it. Uh, Ribeiro. There you go. You trilled the R. Good job. It's, See, that's that's sexy. I can't do it. I can't Ribeiro. do it. Yeah, okay, stop. Uh, why? Not, why? <laughs> because it's terrible. Not to be outdone, uh, somebody else is suing Epic for the same freaking thing now. Uh, according to CNET.com, who is the floss? I don't even know who the floss kid is. Yeah, I didn't know this existed. Yeah, so uh, the mother of Russell Horning, also known as the Backpack Kid, sued Epic for turning his dance move, the floss, into an emote players can buy in the shoot 'em up game without seeking permission first. Can you copyright dance moves? I, I think you can. I. If they're original enough, I don't I don't see this being a case he wins, but I, th- I think there is some some claim to expression here or something. I don't know. You think so? I think yeah, I want I want to I want to I want to say there is some precedent to this at some point, but I could also just be making this up. <laughs> Thanks for making me edit that out. Uh <laughs> So he says he created this dance two years ago when he was 16 and shot to fame on SNL. Well, there you go. I haven't watched SNL in years. Has anybody? Isn't uh, Happy Gilmore still on there? Adam Sandler? Uh, Maybe. (laughs) 
so you haven't watched it. Oh, that's right. You don't have a TV. You're you're usually just Netflixing and chilling and curling. Yep. Well, let's get serious for a minute. A, a streamer uh, uh, has been arrested for beating his wife while streaming. God, I don't even understand. We go from Carlton and the floss dance kid to this. Uh, a guy in Australia. I don't even know where in Australia. Like all of it is just one giant death trap was playing uh, Fortnite, and he was twitching, streaming, doing his thing. And he is being charged uh, for assaulting a 21 year old woman. She kept asking him to stop. Like you could watch this. It's a little hard to watch. I, I opted to not watch it. I read the description and it was enough for me. And she asks him to stop. She starts throwing stuff at him to get him to stop streaming because they need to go somewhere, I guess. I don't know. Like, they need to watch out for the giant killer snakes and the scorpions and all the other death traps in Australia. And so she's, like, throwing stuff saying, come on, let's go. And he finally has enough of it. And he gets up off camera and you hear you hear a slap. You hear a hit. You hear something. She's cry, she starts crying. There's a child somewhere that starts crying. So your imagination kind of runs wild. And it's like I said, it's it's hard to watch. The link will be on the show notes if you want to give it a shot. But uh, he's been arrested. He's been charged with uh, assault, like I said. And uh, they should probably just throw away the key. Yeah, man, there there is no game on the planet that I would hit a pregnant woman over in order to keep playing. Yeah. And I think this kind of goes back to what we were saying with with Alfonso there looking for his 15 minutes of fame, is it that yep. this streamer's trying so hard to garner a following because he wants to be the next whoever on YouTube making millions of dollars for playing video games? Yeah, everybody who streams thinks they're going to be that next person, and very few of them are going to be that next person. And this guy, I'm sure he thought this was his way out of whatever life he doesn't like. Stream and get your money, get rich, live fast, live fun. But uh, that's definitely all off the table now. Live fast and lose, baby. Rock and roll forever. I don't even know. I, I just don't get it. It's video games, guys. I just I don't get it. And I know a little bit later in the news we're going to talk about, about video games being watched on YouTube. But you're not going to. Like, the odds of you making it in anything. Like to the to the level of stardom that you're looking for is slim to none. Whether it's NFL, NBA, whether it's a whether it's a sport, whether it's a video game, whether it's Twitch, whether it's acting, whatever it is, the odds of you making it are very, very low. Even if the odds were really, really high, let's not beat up pregnant women over it. Can't we just have a rule that says don't hit a woman pregnant or otherwise? Yeah, I think I think we probably just avoid hitting people who are asking you to stop so you can go do something. Okay. Well, could, I if I ask you to go beat this guy, would you would would you do that for me? Because that I would be okay with that. Like you you bench yeah, press well, this cars, guy, you do curls. This guy's kind of earned it. <laughs> okay, good. Well, as long as there's there's a way you can earn it. Well, talking uh, about violence in video games, there's another study out there. That's trying to make a correlation between violence in video games and being violent. Uh, and I don't, 
I don't know that this study does a good job. Again, I'll, I'll link the, the article from medicalexpress.com in the show notes. But basically, video game players, violent video game players, were exposed to violent images along with other images, and they weren't distracted by the violent images. Where those who did not play violent video games or video games at all were very distracted by those violent images. Yeah, this didn't land for me. The way, so the way they had this set up is they had a series of images go by. They had a target image, which was an image that was rotated 90 degrees, and they would have it come a couple images after a violent image, and they wanted you to identify the target image. The problem with the way this is set up to me is there's too many variables at once. So the players, the, the players of violent video games were less thrown off by the violent images than people who didn't play games. But players of video games in general are used to taking rapid stimuli and reacting quickly. And this makes this makes for them to have a faster reaction time to this kind of thing anyway. I, I just think, you know, an experiment with multiple variables doesn't have a solid control and that's not a good experiment. Yeah, no, you bring up a good point because as we were saying earlier with with athletes, athletes have a high degree of like you know that kind of uh quick quick on your feet thinking, quick reaction speed, quick reaction time. So do first responders, so do uh there's just a whole list of people out there that have this ability that may or may not have ever played a violent video game in their life. They're able to put distractions out of their out of the way and focus on the task at hand. So I, I completely agree. This was published in Visual Cognition, and the research team included a PhD student, uh, Sandersan Oni, and uh, another, another, I don't know, colleague, Dr. Kim Kirby. Like I said, I'll link all this stuff. Like you would imagine these people are smart enough to, to know how to, to set a control group and and figure out that some people probably are just faster at determining that kind of stuff and not being distracted and being able to focus on the target. But apparently not. No, it's like they it looks like they didn't take into consideration the overall tool set that you acquire when you play games. It would have been nice to see them do a um comparison with regular people, with athletes, with people who play any video game and with emergency response personnel to see what the difference was. I mean, they, they are measuring this in milliseconds. So it's like if you are in a field that hones your reaction time to this kind of stuff, it's going to make a huge difference. Yeah, no, for sure. Now they do say in, in the article, and I believe even, even in the study that this does not, this does not prove a direct correlation between violence and video games and being desensitized to violence. But what they do say is that there may be a correlation and further study is needed. So it's kind of like mm, there might be something there. So give us more money so that we can we can determine whether or not it is. Which couldn't they just look at how many people play violent video games and how many people aren't killing other people? Yeah, I think that's probably a quick way to get to the same ending here. Yeah, I, 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 probably a lot cheaper as well. Uh, speaking of cheap, you people, you gamers. We need to come we need to come to an agreement right now gamers. Okay? Here Bad Gamers Anonymous, 
I'm all about helping the gamer. I want to help you get good by sacking up, right? So that's what we're here for. That's what Joe's here for now. He's part of this sack up and get good program that we run. You need to stop watching video games on YouTube and you need to start playing video games on a video game system or your PC. Crowley. Crowley. Yeah. yeah. I, I watch video games on YouTube. You're fired. <laughs> I don't, why do you watch video games on YouTube? Explain this to me because I'm just, I'm going to tell you honestly, I don't understand because there's a, a there's an article again from CNET.com. I'll put it in the show notes that says that there were 50 billion hours of gaming watch time in the last 12 months on YouTube. That doesn't include Twitch. This is just YouTube. Explain to me the old man why you need to watch other people play a video game. Because video games come out at an insanely rapid rate now, and I don't have money to buy every single game. So I watch a little gameplay to help make a little bit of a educated purchase before I do. You know, if I watch 20 minutes of gameplay and I know from 20 minutes of gameplay that I'm not going to be into it, I'm not going to spend 60, 70, 80 bucks on it. That's, how, how, many, how many hours of gameplay do you watch? Just on average, like just ballpark it for me. I don't think I want to answer that question. <laughs> Why? Are you afraid you'll be mocked? I know I'll be mocked. Okay, it's well, you. You but, mock everybody for everything. Uh, perfect. Well, as long as we're all on the same page. So ballpark it for me. Where do you, How many hours do you think you spend in a given week watching some schlub play a video game? All right. So I'll say this, this does dramatic or drastically depend or change depending on what's coming out. So in slow months, I might not watch any at all the whole month. Um, if, you know, the games that are coming out are only a couple that I'm interested in at all anyways, I'll probably just buy them and play them. Um, when you hit these big release seasons where there's two or three games a week coming out, I might I might genuinely watch two or three hours of gameplay. Two in a or week. three hours a month or a week? A week. In that's those busy times. That's ridiculous. Why? I don't. Let me ask this. Did you buy Dead Cells when it first came out? Yeah, I bought I bought Dead Cells when I it was in early like access. That, that, see, that would have been one where I would have been like, all right, I could watch videos to see if this is something I really want to buy, something I really want to play. You're like, nah, no, this looks I'm terrible. Not, I'm going to go not, ahead and pick it up. I'm not. The game is great. I'm not. I'm not worried about the... 10 to 15 dollar indie game sucking because it's only 10 to 15 dollars worst case that's not a big throwaway and um okay there's not a ton name one game that you purchased from watching two to three hours of gameplay a week on it i don't watch two to three hours a week per game all right that's like combined amongst all games and I, i i watched Pre-release coverage, or not pre-release, but gameplay coverage on uh, God of War, I watched, which was great. I don't care what you say. Uh, uh, fine, fine. No, it's just, it, it's it's a good it's a good way to discover games, especially on Steam, where there are, are countless games coming out that you may never have heard of. It's a good way to stumble across games you wouldn't have heard of otherwise and oh that looks pretty cool i'll pick that up for eight bucks and play it 
Sounds like a terrible waste of time. Look, video games are already like a waste of time. Like I'll say it. Listen, you spend like 30 hours a week sitting in a cold garage smoking cigars, all right? I spend like That's not even accurate. That's not even true. <laughs> I spend not... like 2 hours a week watching a couple of these games online. You and watch movie only... trailers. It's like watching a movie trailer, all right? It's just a little <laughs> bit longer and it gives me an idea what I want to spend my money on. Uh, it's not two or three hours uh, uh, a week. It's not like 30 hours a month in a garage. Although if I add it up right now, I might be sad. So let's just move on. Yeah, uh, I think I'm I'm more right than you are. I don't want to think about it. Red Dead <laughs> online store is open. Uh, if you, I think this is probably passed already, but if you had logged in and you had pre-purchased, pre-ordered the game, they, they gave you another 15 gold bars. But I doesn't, believe the... I believe the limited time deals for the cheaper gold bar packages are still around, though. Yeah, like you can get uh, uh, 350 gold bars for 100 bucks. What a I bought deal. the I bought the 25 gold bars for five bucks. It's 10 bucks for 25 gold bars. They had a intro price for Did five they? bucks. Yeah, five bucks you could get 25 gold bars. Ugh. I don't know if I want to. Let me ask you this. Is it still fun for you online? Red Dead Redemption 2 online? When we get the group together, it is. It is it is not fun when you're with people you don't know. But when you get together with a couple of people you know, it is. There's a lot to do, and it's fun. And I really, really, really like leaving the party and shooting you in the back of the head. You do that way too often. Listen, you started this game, all right? You started this precedent and I'm going to play it out to completion. It was the first night I wanted to make sure that my revolver actually worked on people on my friends list. That's all it was. Then how come you do it every time I sign in? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Regardless. Oh, you're a liar. You <laughs> you are a liar. <laughs> Regardless. And uh, it's, it's and the... a murderer and you're a yeller. <laughs> yeller. Well, at least I'm not yoder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's prohibitively expensive to buy things in the game. While they have made the grind less of a grind, I guess, it's still a grind to get money in-game to purchase things. And so now that their store is open, this can certainly alleviate that, but it's almost a pay-to-win type of deal. If if you don't have a horse that's super fast, it takes you forever to get to where you want to go. If you don't have a shotgun... Uh, so to speak, close quarters combat is not for you. If you don't have a sniper rifle, you're just going to get sniped all the time. It's it, it's it's very difficult to play if you're not in a group. I, I don't mind, I guess, jumping in once or twice a week with, with Joe and with a couple of the other guys on our Discord, Seamus uh, and and uh, Imperial Moonwalker. But I, I can't play this game on my own. No, it's it's I've had some fun doing quests with matchmaking on my own. Um, but it's too well, it's too populated and it's just too unforgiving when you're by yourself, when you're roaming around going from mission to mission, you're such an easy target when you're alone. Yeah. Uh, speaking of easy targets, the gamer's choice awards. Did you watch this? <laughs> I didn't watch. I read about this and it was a delightful disaster, but <laughs> a delightful I didn't watch disaster. What is it with you in alliteration? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just channeling my inner Stanley. Oh, good Lord. Anyway, they're suing each other. 
the two producers of this Gamer's Choice Awards are suing each other because it was such a monumental mistake. See, I can use this- alliteration as well. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm surprised you can say alliteration. There are times I can't, but today I can. Thank you. Yeah, I look, I didn't watch it. I don't think anybody watched it. It's certainly not, uh, you know, as big as the Video Game Awards, and it's certainly not as big as the Crowley's. But what is? There's nothing. Absolutely not nothing is as big as the Crowley's, as you will all find out on December 30th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, yeah, this sounds like a hot mess of this just thing went off awful. the rails the minute they started planning it. <laughs> when they, <laughs> when they decided to plan this thing a month and a half before it aired or two months before it aired, it was already off the rails. I'm so glad I didn't watch it, but now I kind of wish that I did just so that I could see the train wreck. I need to look to see if this is online somewhere for me so to watch what, and mock. From what I understand, there is a bunch of... Uh, behind the scenes periscoped videos that um, I was not able to find yet, but they've got to be somewhere that just show like how bad the disaster is backstage on this. And that's what I want to see. So apparently these were held on December 3rd at the Henry Fonda theater in Hollywood during a taping. Yeah. Some of which was captured on a live periscope stream on Twitter. Among other moments of confusion, the stream showed Kiss, yes, the rock band Kiss, Albert, which opened the show in what seemed like a dress rehearsal for a segment that was a tribute to Stan Lee. Sound problems had the band taking to the stage half a dozen times before Gene Simmons goes off on the sound team about the issues. This is the only thing I want to see. I want to see Gene Simmons lose it. That's it. Yes. That is awesome. Like Gene Simmons is like legit 70 some years old. Yeah. His wife is smoking hot. His kids seem to like, I used to love watching Gene Simmons family jewels on A&E. Yeah. I didn't do that. It was a great show. His kids are legitimately like they're very smart kids. Now they're adults. I'm fairly confident. That's how old I am. Yep. Just shut up. But I want to see him go (laughs) off. I want to see this. Uh, later, when Kiss performed Rock and Roll All Night for the audience, confetti cannons fired to wrap the performance. Shortly after, a production member took to the stage to ask the celebrity guest to help clean up the area of this confetti. This is so good. This is so good. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Esteemed, esteemed guests, please stand up and pick up the confetti. Thank you. Kiss. I'm just throwing this out here, man. Gene Simmons, 1230. The Crowleys. 7 p.m. Central Time. The Crowleys. You come on our Discord. I won't make you clean up nothing, man. You come on here and you just talk about your experience on this travesty of a of a game award show. And uh, you talk about how much of a train wreck it is. Man, I'll give you a Crowley right then and there. We can't promise you won't yell at the sound guy, though. You can yell at the sound. I am the sound guy. Yeah, I can't promise you'll do your job. No, probably not. Uh, not Jonesy not might be time. helping out at the sound guy, too. You can yell at him. Jonesy will probably do it right the first time. Shut up. Gene Simmons, <laughs> you are formally and cordially invited to the Crowleys, December 30th, 2018, 7 p.m. Central Time. Only on our Discord channel. And then up, uploaded the next day. Uh, 
Uh, Detroit Become Human sells two million copies. Whoop-de-doo. Ugh, you know, haters gonna hate. It's only two million copies, man. I know you really love this game and you're really excited it finally got to two million copies, but it's only two million copies. Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. God of War sold 3.1 million in the first weekend. I, dude, God when of did, War is such a Detroit, terrible game. When did Detroit come out? How long did it take to get to 2 million? I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a long while. What? Hark, doth thou hear a, a, a ship pulling into port? Yes, it is the captain. <sighs> Ahoy, ye mateys. You're listening to 66.6 Pirate FM, broadcasting to you live from the captain's quarters. Look way, way, way up. Top of the drunken rift, the greatest pirate ship to ever sail the seven seas. The captain's doors are wide open. Come on in, bring your daggers, your rum, and your dice. We're just pulling up to one of the dirtiest, most disgusting ports we ever stop at. The headquarters of Bad Gamers Anonymous. Led by Crowley the Tyrant. I'm your host, Captain Nilskill. I hope you enjoy. Sit back, relax, and chug that rum. What is going on, fans of Bad Gamers Anonymous, Ear Glue Media? I am your host, Captain Nilskill. Step aboard the drunken rift, open the doors to the captain's quarters. I welcome you in personally. You have no idea who I am, and that's just fine. Um, I'm Captain Nilskill. I know Crowley from way back in the day, uh, on the SWOTOR days. Uh, the SWOTOR days. We won't get into that if you've played the game. Um, so you're probably wondering why I'm inserted into this podcast for no reason and I can't record live. I don't have a lot of time because I've got a new little guy at home, the little captain. Um, so I don't have a lot of time to dedicate it, but I love podcasting um, and I'd love to podcast with Crowley, but that's not possible. So for now, um, I'm just going to record a little bit, uh, maybe two, three times a month um, for Crowley's podcast. Um, the best part is Crowley isn't here to tell me I'm wrong, which is fantastic. Uh, so what I'm going to do, basically, I'm going to be um, just talking about uh, points that are made on the Bo- Bad Gamers Anonymous podcast, which I do listen to and I do love, um, even if Crowley is the host. Um, so we're going to do that's that's basically what this segment's going to be. We'll touch on some gaming news. Um, we'll talk about the perspectives that I bring to gaming. Um, I'm also a streamer, although not currently. Um, it's Twitch Todd. Twitch.tv backslash uh, Captain underscore nil underscore skill. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at CAPT at Capt underscore nil underscore skilled. I welcome you to the Drunken Rift. So we'll start out with a couple of games that I do play. Uh, currently, <coughs> I do play Fallout 76. Uh, sorry. Um, and I play a lot of Dota 2. Um, I used to play League of Legends, but that game's crap. Um, I play the new Call of Duty only for the Battle Royale. I'm a Battle Royale fan. Um, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later as well. Um, so Call of Duty, Fortnite. Um, I played a little bit of PUBG. Those games remind me of what I thought DayZ might turn into kind of thing. Um, a little less survivalist, I guess, and a little more focused on 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 just straight up gun battles and the last man standing which I, I i really do enjoy but like i said we'll talk about that in a bit 
Um, first couple of things we're going to talk about. Um, I don't know if you heard me mention that I do play Fallout 76. I do play Fallout 76. Okay. Um, Bethesda, I mean, you make some great games, but holy shit. You really dropped the ball on this one. Um, again, I love the concept. It has a super awesome amount of potential. Um, definitely only fun with friends. Um, the game is 100%, 110% more fun when you're playing with a steady group of buddies. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Everything that Crowley has brought up about the game is absolutely 100% correct. Everything It's a dumpster fire of a game. It is plagued with bugs and it feels like they took a bunch of mechanics and threw it at a wall to see what would stick. They have no experience in the online arena. Um, but, but there's inklings of greatness in that game if, if they mold it the correct way and support it in the correct way. And obviously the game was not ready to be launched. I think it needed at least another six months. Um, before the game was available to be launched. A um, couple of points I'll, I'll make about it. Um, I'm a big crafter. I love the crafting in this game. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm not a big ba- base builder. Um, and, of course, it has a whole ton of problems with base building, which they're trying to correct as of now. Um, yeah, it it is a terrible, terrible game. And I shouldn't have given my money to the game before I played it. And like Crowley and uh, Joe were making points, you know, it, it is the gamer's fault because they put their they put their trust in these big gaming companies, um, and especially Bethesda, and they they already own their the, the gamer's money before the game even releases, um, and, and they have such big crowds that will just buy their games because of the name. The problem being gamers are buying into this and we're part of the problem because we're allowing these companies to release these games in the current state that they're in, which is usually still like late alpha, early beta. And we're paying a top price, uh, 70 to $80 for these games that are not finished. It is not a finished product, which is unacceptable. Um, but, but like I said, gamers are feeding into it. Um, we're part of the problem we are rewarding these companies for basically releasing crap that needs to be that the game's not complete for the first six months. And it's not like it's an independent gaming company that releases a game pre alpha or beta. And, you know, you can throw in 30, it's like some games you can throw in any money you want or uh, and pay zero money and just play the game. Or you can donate to help the developers uh, get the game towards release, or it's a standard $30 or, or whatever it is just to play the game, but it's not $80 to get in on the ground floor to play the game um, that's not released and not finished. Um, so this is the kind of thing that's happening with Fallout 76. Um, I'm not going to get into the specific bugs and stuff because I'm sure if you are a fan and you are playing it, um, you know what all the bugs are. Um, and just recently, I mean, I was defending the game quite a bit, but even just recently I've had such problems even trying to enjoy the game. And like I said, I'm not enjoying the game uh, all by myself. Um, it's better with friends for sure. So this game has absolute potential and I'm excited for the future if they can round it out and fix it. But again, Crowley, you are 100% correct. Even though you have biases that we won't speak of, 
everything that you said is correct about this game. It is a f- absolute dumpster fire of a game. Um, but I do encourage you guys. I mean, I think it is in, on sale now. Thirty dollars. I don't. I don't know if I want to encourage you to buy the game. Uh, I would maybe wait three or four months and see if they fix everything. Um, also, don't go buy a lot of the news that you hear. Um, just because I feel like the negativity of the game and fake news and all that just kind of, I mean, people haven't even played the game and they have these massive, massive opinions on it. Um, Crowley had also touched on how poor gaming journalism and journalism is, um, I don't even know if you can call it journalism, but, uh, I would agree that there are some problems in that area as well. Um, the game is fun and the game does have the right feeling to it. It's just plagued with a billion bugs and mechanic problems. Um, so let's see, I'd like to give you guys a little bit of, um, a comparison. I know Crowley doesn't play a lot of battle Royale games. Um, so like I said, I play as many as I can. I play Fortnite, Call of Duty, uh, Blackout, which I, I only bought, I don't even play the multiplayer on Call of Duty. I only bought it for the Blackout, um, PUBG, um, I used to play also a game plagued with, um, optimization problems and whatnot. So the Battle Royale aspect, um, I don't know why it's caught fire so hard. Um, people think it's going to fizzle out soon. I, I don't agree. I think people really enjoy this style of game. Um, I just saw a news article posted uh, currently that Planet Side, is, Planet Side Arena has revealed that they're going to be releasing a 500-player Battle Royale mode. Now, on the surface, that sounds... <laughs> pretty amazing i mean that sounds really exciting 500 people like oh my god but i don't know with all the battle royale hours that i've put in does 500 people does that is that how different does that feel in a game like does it really i think 100 people is kind of the minimum to make it to make it feel based on the size of your world and the time it takes and how fast the circles close um it really affects the gameplay about how many players are in it and how big your map is but if the appropriate size of map is there for your 500 players and the appropriate time of collapsing the circles and pushing everybody into each other if that's all uh ratioed appropriately and 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 it's working does 500 people does that really is that really a big difference between 100 people i feel like the the experience the game experience of dropping in loading up uh, you know, finding your guns and your weapons and everything, and then going out and trying to survive and, and that strategy portion of it. Does that really change if it's 500 people? I don't really know. We'd, we'd have to see. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about playing that game just to give it a try. Um, the blackout for Call of Duty, I would say, um, I do have some problems with their armor system, um, and they have addressed that. Um, they are making some changes to it. But I think that the blackout portion of Call of Duty as a Battle Royale game on its own um, is probably one of the top Battle Royales right now just because um, a AAA company actually released a fully complete polished game. Um, this game runs fantastic. There is not a lot of bugs. There's no graphical errors. There's no black screens or shutdowns or um, their, their servers are great. It's hosted by uh, Activision on uh, Blizzard. Um, there's no terrible, um, latency problems with shooting and fighting. Um, the game is polished and fantastic. And I do recommend, especially right now it's on for $30. I unfortunately played the full 80, of course, cause I'm an idiot. 
Uh, but it's $30. Um, if you are into Battle Royales, I definitely say pick it up. It does have a different feel than your Fortnite, your PUBG, because of the armor system and the way it is. And, and, and the pace of the game is a little bit faster. Um, but they do have added awesomeness. I mean, you can pilot a helicopter in this and have your buddies, like if you're in a squad, you can get a helicopter and have like three, I think four people in a helicopter hanging off the sides with guns and sniper rifles and you fly around. And although you're a pretty easy target with a rocket launcher cause it locks on, but it is pretty sweet. And if you, if you drop out of the helicopter, you pop out a wingsuit and you can sail back down to safety which I think is, is fantastic. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, the map's really good. Um, the loot's really good. So uh, very exciting uh, Battle Royale game. I, I, I comes highly recommended from the captain if you do enjoy those games. Fortnite, I haven't been playing a lot of it. They are updating that game like it is going out of style. I mean, there are new weapons, new portions of the map every day, and this game is free to play. I mean, they've really got a good system down for keeping people held up on it um unfortunately it's become such an addiction to you know uh, teenage uh kids like 13 to 18 are just like ocd addicted to this game like will rage out and uh scream at their mothers if they tell them to not stop playing this game like i think a little bit more than other games for some reason and i don't know what it is i don't know if it's the unlocking of uh, cool skins and stuff that you can get with the battle pass. I don't know what it is if they're enjoying the grind, but these kids are addicted and and so so addicted. Um, even NHL players on an NHL team have been banned from playing Fortnite while the team is on um, is on a road trip uh, because coaches were running into problems where they were not sleeping appropriately, they weren't eating appropriately, they were not training appropriately in their off time. Um, and these are professional athletes, like addicted to Fortnite. It's pretty funny. So, so PlayStations, Xboxes, uh, Switches, everything has been banned because of Fortnite um, on certain NHL teams, and a lot of teams are following suit with that, which I find extremely, extremely interesting. Um, so, yeah, I haven't played a lot of Fortnite. I still go back to it uh, now and again. Um, I do enjoy the game. The game is fun. It is fresh every week. Um, the developers know exactly what they're doing, and it's absolutely free to play. You do not have to put any money into it at all, which I think is fantastic. Um, I can't take up all of Crowley's cast, I guess. So um, the other thing I was going to touch on was what Crowley um, and Joe were talking about in Fallout 76 was the uh, homophobia incident on online. Um, I am going to take Crowley's side on this. Um, I think when you press accept... And you see on all these online games, your experience may change when you go online because you can't control the retards that play these games. I think it what it, what they did was unacceptable and they're terrible human beings for what they did. But as far as it being hate speech and a criminal offense and all of this, no, no, sorry. Uh, I'll have to take Crowley's side on this. There's There's nothing to substantiate that at all. Um, that person could have just quit the game, logged out, went to a different server, ignored that player. They could have done a whole bunch of things. Um, I mean, they, they participated in it and they accepted what was happening. They could have turned their computer off at any time and said, I'm not going to play that game anymore. But they didn't. So I do agree with Crowley on that point. So I think that about wraps it up for me. So I'm going to wrap up with a question for Crowley. We're going to call it Crowley's question for the week or the day or the month or whatever. Crowley, 
my question to you is where does your absolute hatred for Xbox come from? You mentioned it quite a bit in, in your cast. Uh, why do you hate Xbox so much? And we're looking for sub- substantiated answers here with like backup and factual information, not just I'm an old man and I'll just say whatever I want. So that's my question to you. And that's it for us this week, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for stopping by the Drunken Rift. I hope you guys enjoy your week. And uh, Crowley, you have a good one as well. Uh, like I said, I'm Captain Neil Skill. You can follow me on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore Neil underscore Skill. Um, and when I'm back up streaming on Twitch, you guys will know about it. Appreciate it, guys. Captain Neil Skill is out. Chug that rum, folks. And there goes the captain pulling out of the port. The filthy harbor. That is Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, welcome back. I am your tyrant Crowley, apparently. I like that. I am the tyrant Crowley. Joe, how do you feel about that? Seems accurate. Yeah, it kind of seems a little legit. So the captain had a lot of things that he said in those 18 minutes. We're going to cover some of it. Like, we're not going to cover the Fortnite and Battle Royale stuff because I hate Fortnite and I hate Battle Royals. Yeah, they're okay, but I get bored of them real fast. Yeah, we need to have him on or somebody else on where we can have a talk and a dis- debate and a discussion about these battle royals. Someone who's really into it. I don't know. I've got a couple of people in mind. We'll see if we can't get them on here in the new year. But yeah, I don't uh, I don't particularly care for him. But there were a couple of things that I do want to hit on that. Number one, he felt that the tyrant Crowley was right on several things. Joe, several. Mm-hmm. Several. Now, he and I don't agree on a lot of things. We're both, we're, we're still friends. I, I do want to have him on the podcast. I think he's a great podcaster, a great streamer. Go check him out. Uh, Captain, at Captain underscore nil underscore skill, I think. He, he put it in there. I probably butchered it. I don't have it right in front of me. And I'm old. Uh, but I was right. Fallout 76 is a dumpster fire. Fallout 76 has game-breaking bugs. Fallout 76 mechanics are just the same mechanics as they've always had, and they have zero experience making an online game. Joe, are you surprised that the captain thought I was right? No, Fallout 76 is trash. And even the people who have some <laughs> some way to find some enjoyment out of this, whether it be just hanging out with friends while playing or the base building or whatever it is, even people who have some apologizing to do for this game, all they can say is it's got potential, but they still kind of regret buying it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was on sale for like, I think I saw it just recently for like 33% off a triple a AAA game. Doesn't go on sale that quickly. It just doesn't. I think it's, I saw it around, around black Friday for like 50% off. If it's not a hundred percent off, it's not getting my money. I would. I don't think I'd play it if it was free. Would you? I would. I would probably give it like a half an hour of <laughs> like it just 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 to see how bad it really is. Like out of like morbid curiosity, like watching a car crash during a race, you no know, right. something like that. Like but slowing down to to watch the train wreck as you yeah, pass by. Yeah, exactly. But if it was free, I'm not giving it any money for yeah, that. I 
So the inklings of greatness, like Joe pointed out, are just not, they're not good enough. It's not enough to pull me into the game. It's not enough to pull a, a regular gamer into the game, especially for as much ill will as Bethesda has garnered in the last 30 to 60 days, which has been quite a bit. Uh, so the crafting, I I enjoy crafting too. I uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, I crafted the crap out of everything. Same as the Star Wars Old Republic days. I crafted the crap out of everything. I enjoyed that. It's it's mind-numbingly boring. And sometimes I just need that, which is why I smoke cigars now, because at least it's not mind-numbingly boring. So this game's just straight dumpster fire terrible. This game and everything around it, dumpster fire. I like. Yeah, I won't buy anything but Bethesda ever again. I really. Won't. I will. I, I know you I will, will. But, we but I won't. Before, I won't pre-order a single thing from them. But I will buy it from them. The other thing that I think we should talk about is he agreed with me, at least somewhat, in the harassment and gaming part. Again, we talked about this uh, last week. Was it where these? Uh, Players were harassed and there were some homophobic slurs used. And you thought it was hate speech and I said it was not hate speech. Was so that last I'm week? Gonna, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I'm going to take I'm going to disagree with the both of you on a couple of points. I'm going to leave the hate speech thing off the table because you've already argued about that plenty. Perfect. But two things. One, I didn't say that it was criminal what they did it's you can say whatever you want speech is protected but they did break terms of service by doing so there's a code of conduct that they agreed to when they played that game and they broke it and the other thing i'm going to disagree with um respectfully is <laughs> respectfully respectfully wow he's a ca- really he's is, a captain this is like overall. your first official day well he's a captain he's a, i see he's a captain You're respecting you gotta, the office of captain right yeah. Okay. Um, is I don't think it's up to the person being harassed to quit the game they paid for um, because they're being harassed. Now, sure, if you're being harassed and you want it to stop, quitting the game is a perfectly good and quick way to get it to stop. But saying that that, um, whether they quit or not, saying that that is how this should have come to a conclusion and that the people harassing shouldn't have been banned. It doesn't compute for me. They agreed to the terms of service and code of conduct that clearly says that harassment um, is grounds for permanent suspension um, on not only in Bethesda's, but also on Xbox, PS4 and Steam's terms of service. It all says that harassing players is terms for permanent uh, banning of service. They uh, broke that. Uh, they broke that rule just as much as the guy who got harassed agreed to um, your experience may vary. This is an online game. They agreed to not do that, and they did it. So they get banned. Okay. So I'm not going to disagree. The terms of service are the terms of service. You violate the terms of service. You are... Uh, you, you can be banned if that's what the terms of service say. But here's what I'm going to say. I don't, I don't know if killing another player in PVP 
is harassment. What they said is certainly harassment, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess so, I, look, I wouldn't take offense to that. If somebody came up to me and they said, look, like I am of I am a firm believer in sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me. Like there's a lot of things that I will take verbal abuse. I, I just don't care. Like it doesn't matter to me. I've heard it all. I've said it all. They're just words. At the end of the day, they're just words. And they these 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 guys could have removed themselves from the situation rather quickly. In fact, once once what three of them were killed, they just went to a different server. They didn't even respawn on that server. They just went to a different server. The one who didn't do any fighting, he brought this on him. He he basically by not fighting and taking the letting them nickel and dime his his uh HP down to zero. I mean, that's egging them on. I that's saying, you know what? I, I am going to stand here and take your abuse. I am going to, for lack of a better word or phrase, I am going to stand my ground. Yeah. No, I think standing my ground is a better way to put it than egging them on. Cause I think they're different and just, just sticks and stones may break my bones. Just, to respond to that a little um i didn't pull the exact language for every code of conduct involved here um but i did pull the one from xbox live and the xbox live one says do not harass scream at bully intimidate use racial slurs or anything like under perm uh, uh grounds of permanent suspension so under that agreement those terms everything they did Grounds Let me ask this permit. before before I go into my metaphor, my analogy, if you will, with uh, with stand your ground. There may be some of you out there that are familiar with that term. Before I go into that analogy, have you ever said to any of your friends things that would violate the terms of service of Xbox or any anything else to your friends? So. I, I, it's, it's a simple yes or no, counselor. No, it's it's not because because of the nature of them being my friends. Now, are you saying that because, your friends have never taken offense to anything you've ever said? Uh, you know, I think my friends and I give each other a really brutal hard time, but none of us take it personally because it's the nature of our relationship and i oh, think so it's so your relationship is what changes it yes because harassment is unwanted oh it's is, unwanted it, it, so it, if it's in unwanted the defi- in the definition it is unwanted so if it's unwanted behavior. if you don't want that behavior what are some things you can do to make that behavior go away like rather quickly and easily. Are, like, so, do, are there so, options? So this is you are you are dangerously close to the hey you shouldn't have worn that dress. Oh, argument that is a terrible analogy. Saying that the person being harassed was is responsible for being harassed is that is not what I said. That is absolutely close. not what I said. What I said was, did these individuals or does any individual being harassed? in an online environment have ways to escape 
the harassment before it escalates. Sure. Okay. Sure, there's then that, ways well, then, to then, escape. Then, but that does not at all to look, me hold on, say that me, the penalty should be lowered. Let me, I'm not talking about the penalty here. That's not what I'm talking about. Because here's what I'm going to say. If these gentlemen, if the one who, who decided not to fight and got nickel and dimed, if he would have just fought and if he would have just died and if he would have just respawned, would these other would these other players have been banned? Probably not. I think they would have because from my recollection of the article, they opened up with um, hateful speech. <laughs> oh, I see what you're trying to do there. They may have they, opened they up op- with speech they, they that, that, up, that violates terms with, of service. Would they have right. been banned for life? Yeah. No, no, absolutely not. I, I, because think I, I submit with- to you that this type of behavior, right, wrong, or indifferent, goes on every day on every platform online. Right, but I don't think a a ton of it actually gets reported and I act and I see plenty of um people complaining on Reddit for being banned or uh suspended for long term for behavior online. Um I think I think this story got more steam behind it because of the, how long it went on for and got more media attention because of how long it went on for and for the nature of some of the remarks. But, um, but I most of those of, remarks would not have ever seen the light of day. Right. I would, t- I, I just left. I agree. I agree that the, the story got more, uh, notoriety because he stayed. I don't think the penalty changed or if it did not much, maybe they wouldn't have been banned for life. Maybe it would have been uh six months suspension or something. Or Which per, I think like, is it, certainly more reasonable than a lifetime ban, which we all agree it, is just, it's not enforceable. It's, it's not enforceable, but I think, I think that is the, the hoop they want them to jump through. You screwed up. This is like saying you can't play our game for six months doesn't really hurt you. Uh, saying you have to buy this thing again or change accounts or go through like real steps to get back in this game if you ever want to play it again puts some kind of inconvenience on you outside of the, well, I guess you just wait or I play a different game. That's so terrible. It's... That's- it's, it's a it's, harsh it's a harsh punishment but on the other side just leave i i, I, I just I, leave look, leave or not i don't think this changes much and look, i also I, I think I it also changes think a lot that, because let me i'm going to put this to you in real world terms because this is what you and, and and our guest that we had on tried to do to me is to put this into i think it was jason so it would have been a couple yeah. of weeks ago uh tried to put this in real world world terms on me and tried to equate this to hate speech. So I'm going to turn this around and put this in real world terms to you tonight, Joe. So as a gun owner, as an owner of firearms, you are taught that if things look like they even have a hint, a whiff of escalation, you leave. Because 
the onus, the responsibility is on you to not put yourself in a position where you have to use your firearm. If you have a point of egress or several points of egress, you use them. You leave, you walk away because it is not worth the trouble. It is not worth the hassle. And it's certainly not worth taking another person's life for if you can avoid it. So again, putting this in a real world situation, if this was happening in real life, in real world, and these kids or these guys are using those 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 types of slurs and they're trying to provoke a reaction. You leave. I don't think the gun thing applies. Here. It absolutely applies. I don't think it does because you are escalating one side of this without escalating the other. If you want to say that this is the same as one as the guy being harassed, having a gun and needing to leave the situation, then you also need to put a gun in the hand of the people harassing as a gun owner, dyna- when you're in that situation, dynamic well, no, it doesn't because you always assume the other person is armed. Whether or right, not they you, are, you this, always this, assume it. So you, you leave. To, you if you're going to escalate one side, you have to escalate the other. Why? The because out, if you whatever, leave, there's you no escalation. If you no. leave, the escalation stops. But you are you are changing the dynamic by saying that one person is in a position of power that they are not in. Right it's now. not a position of power. If you it has have, nothing if to do with have, power. It has to do with know, being responsible. The, the having a weapon puts you in a position of power that you need to be responsible for. If that changes the dynamic of this, if now if you want to say, hey, if this is a a real world situation and these dudes are following you down the street and you can bail into a and harassing you and. You, you are not armed, but you can bail into a a crowded area or something to get away from them. That applies way more than uh, one group, one party having a weapon here. You, I, I, think I, that, I completely disagree. I, th- I look, sir. I think that I need to leave before this escalates any further. <laughs> I disagree. I see what you're saying. I absolutely see what you're saying. And I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I want to be clear that what these guys did, the harassment that they perpetrated on these other players is unacceptable on any level at any time. It is completely 100% unacceptable. Whether you believe it's hate speech or you're like me and believe that it isn't, you treat people with with a little bit of decency, whether online or in person. And I I think I think you are you are arguing with me on a point that I am not trying to argue. Probably. I I am not saying that the pure person being harassed shouldn't have taken that option and left. But I am saying that that doesn't change the situation a whole lot for punishment. They had already destroyed the terms of service before that opportunity even arose. I do think that it escalated how much media coverage it got. It's why we're talking about it right now, which depending on where you stand in this, you might think is a good thing that it's getting the attention it's getting. Um, I think we're talking about it because the captain decided to roll into port, drop a giant bomb, or I suppose a cannon shot, as the analogy would go, and then leave. That's why we're talking about it. I I 100% blame the captain for this. Yeah, me too. And he's not here to defend himself. Yeah. <laughs> Second captain. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. I just wanted to be, be be clear that, you know, 
I, what they did, I think is, is, is wrong. Don't treat people like that. But I did want to make the point that these, these kids, I agree with everything that the captain said, these kids had, they could have just left and it would have immediately deescalated the situation. Yes, it would have. But and I then do you think and I would be talking about some other kind of nonsense tonight instead of this. I guess I you probably know. still would have found this and talked about it. I do have a knack to find this kind of just garbage. I think we both agree that these guys probably got what they deserved. Uh, I I don't. They should have been punished in some way. I just think that it's a little over the top and even disingenuous to say you're banned for life because I don't. There's not really any way to enforce it with the level of technology that exists today. No, but I think that that's. I think the implied. Uh, inconvenience of the situation is kind of the actual punishment. I suppose. I guess. I don't know. Here's what I do know, Joe. We're going to take this next weekend off. So there won't be a show this coming weekend uh, of the uh, 22nd, 23rd. uh, So you won't see anything on the 24th or obviously on the 25th. That's Christmas. Uh, We want to wish all of our listeners out there uh, and all of our supporters a a very Merry Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or whatever it is you celebrate. Happy holidays, Uh, but mainly just Merry Christmas because... Merry Christmas. Uh, We also want to make sure that you know the very next show that we're going to have is that live show December 30th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time only on our Discord channel. Go to eargluemedia.com, click that Discord button, and on December 30th, you can join us and you can uh, chat with us, uh, probably not voice chat, but you can certainly type things out in the Discord channel and let us know what you're thinking. Uh, If you have an idea for an award for a Crowley, if you want to nominate somebody for a Crowley, send those nominations in at uh, badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us on Twitter at, at BadGamersAnon. Uh, that's Joe, the new co-host for Bad Gamers Anonymous. He's a bad gamer, I promise. I'm Crowley, and we'll see you on the 30th live on Discord. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all.